0: Well, good morning. Good morning. This is Coffee with Carol. And today I want to talk about why it is so hard to follow God's will. Why is it so challenging to do what God wants us to do? And I think there are two main reasons. The first one is that we get tired of being obedient. Um, I know I do. There are days when I just want to do it my way. I don't really want to to do it that way. I don't want to do it God's way. I want to do it my way. So I get frustrated and there becomes a battle between me and God, right? I also think that we get to a point where we're still trying to control all of the outcomes and God is trying to stop us from doing that. And so that is another difficult place. And so I think the belief and obedience really are the two main reasons why we, we get to a place sometimes where like, you know what, (laughs) I'm like over this, uh, this, this God thing is really not working for me. I think I'm just going to go back to what I was used used to do, what I what I used to do before all this. We don't really believe what God's word says, so we continue to do the things that we always have while we're trying to include God more. What does that look like? That looks like, you know what, I really want God in my life more. I want a better relationship with God. And so we We spend more time with God, but we end up getting more overwhelmed, more stressed, more more frustrated than we've ever been in our entire lives. And when we get to that point, we want to just stop the insanity and go back to what we used to do. Because see, God wants to renew our mind. And the closer we get to God, the more he's trying to renew our mind. And yet we won't let go of the thoughts and ideas and beliefs that we have. My husband loves to make beans. Dominican beans are amazing and they go with every single meal. Really great with rice, but go with every meal. And so when he makes a pot of beans, he makes enough for several days because he wants to make sure that we have enough um, and he doesn't have to make more, right? But what he always tries to do is he always tries to fit those beans, all of them in a container that's a little bit too small. And so then there becomes a mess. There's like an overspill. There's, there's beans that are left over that we have to find another place for because they just don't fit into the one container that he wants to use. What does this have to do with having difficulty following God's will? Well, well, let me explain. Our minds are already full to the brim with the world's beliefs and opinions and ideas and thoughts and all of that stuff. And so if if we want to see change, we... Have to actually get rid of some of them, make some room for what God wants to bring in. But we want to hold on to those thoughts. We we don't quite trust him enough to say, Oh, can you really do that? I don't know. Maybe I should hang on to it a little bit longer and and see. But there's really no room for God to put his thought in there. And so when you try to bring all of it together, your brain starts to get on overload. You've got the thoughts and opinions and ideas that you've always had. And now you're trying to bring some of God's ideas in there and there's no room. And so you're trying to stuff it. No wonder your brain feels like it's ready to explode. The overwhelm, the stress, the anxiety, the worry, the depression, the exhaustion just becomes unmanageable. It's just too much. Something has to give. And so we have to come to a choice. We either stop spending as much time as we were with God, so we don't have so much to put in there, or we remove the things that aren't serving us. We take some out to make room for what God wants to replace it with. Our homes can sometimes reflect the same thing. You know, I remember buying a really, really nice frying pan, one of those um, non stick ones, really expensive one. And I had it for years and years and years, and it started to wear and things started to burn. And so I said, you know what, I got to get a new one. But instead of getting rid of that one, (laughs) I just got a new one and left the old one there. And it was just taking up space. You know, I did that one more time. So now I had two old ones and one new one. And I couldn't fit the new one on the, um, you know, where where it was supposed to go because of those two old ones. So it sat on the counter for a little while. And I don't know what exactly happened or when I got the courage up, <laughs> but finally I threw out the two old ones and just kept the new one. And that has perfect space. There's there's enough room for that one, right? And I really hadn't thought about those old Frying pans at all until this moment when I wanted to tell this story. Obedience is the next part because we have to be willing and obedient to get rid of the mindset that is no longer serving us. We have to stop telling ourselves lies about our past and lies about the uncertainty of our future. We have to stop it. The Israelites, when they were in slavery, they could not wait to get out of Egypt. But then when they were in the wilderness, they grumbled and they complained about the food. They were like, well, at least when we were back in Egypt, we had a whole pot of meat and we were doing just fine. We should just, you know, that was a better situation we start to feel God's hand in our lives. The stress, the pressure, it's the master's hands molding and shaping us and it hurts. And then he comes in with those pruning shears. Oh, that is really painful. And we just want it to stop. We want the pain to stop. We don't want to feel that anymore. We wanna go back to where it's comfortable like that old pair of shoes that we really shouldn't be wearing out because they look pretty bad, but we want to go back to that because it felt better, or at least we think it did. So we let those lies try to convince us that we're better off in the old days. We're better off before, you know, you You go into business for yourself, right? And you are so sure that God has called you to this business. And then money gets a little bit tight. And you think to yourself, you know, it was a lot better when I had that steady paycheck. And so maybe you leave your business and you go back to a steady paycheck only to find out that that wasn't really what you thought. Or you get married because you are certain that God has brought this person into your life. And after a few years, things start to get a little tough and you start to think that it was better off. You were better off when you were single. You get a a great new job. And after a while, the job becomes frustrating. Your boss becomes frustrating the people become frustrating. And you start to think to yourself, you know, I think I was better off at that old job. But were you really? (laughs) Were you really better off before? How is it that, like the Israelites, we forget so quickly the struggles of the past? And that we only see what we want to see. We slide back into those old comfortable shoes, right? Because they feel good. But we can't go with our feelings. Sometimes we have to be willing to get a new pair of shoes and stretch them. And mold them with our fingers and and wear them. Even if our foot hurts. So that we can break them in. And they can be comfortable like the old ones were. So don't retreat when you feel God's hand of pressure and his pruning shears in your life. Just embrace it. Keep stretching yourself. Keep working at your relationship with God. And pretty soon, you won't be able to imagine or remember the lies of the past. You'll be focused forward with certainty and peace. God does the how, and you do the do. Make it a great day.